All right. Oh, now, did you like line? Dane's written in with this problem. Uh, he says, I have a high metabolism and it's hard for me to gain weight. I try to eat as much as I can, but it doesn't work. I used to go to the gym, which helped in terms of muscle building, but it didn't help me gain weight. What can I do? I'm a 20-year-old male. I mean, that's the only thing you can do is just go to the gym and build some muscle. And that's the best way to gain weight for someone who's got high metabolism. So, I mean, most people would love to be like him. Exactly. I just want to say that. <laughs> well, all of us have the other problem where we all <laughs> put on weight so easily. So, I wouldn't worry if he's healthy, if it's nothing to this thing. Just go and build some muscle that will give you the weight bulk that you need. And, mm. you know, just be happy that what you have because as you get older, metabolism will drop as your hormone drop in your 40s and 50s. So, you know, at least he'll be, he might not be putting on so much of weight if he still got good metabolism. So I wouldn't worry. But most people like him who have uh, find it difficult to put on weight, then they just go for muscle training and build up muscle. Mm. So that will give yeah. them the bulk they need. Yeah. I mean, actually being on the, on the lower end of weight is actually healthier for you as you age anyway, isn't it, Doc? Yeah. Yeah. I think those are the luckier ones. But you must still have healthy lifestyle because that means if you got high metabolism, you still can't have problems with cholesterol and you not get mm. diabetes. That's even warning because you can't see it, right? You don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's you think very that true. You're okay. Are there any potential problems with a high metabolic rate? Anything, any dangers at all? I think normally no. I mean, if you have a healthy diet and all that, should be no issues, no problems. Yeah, exactly. So, if as long as you're feeling fine, it's not a problem. But then, if you've got any other symptoms, perhaps then it could be a problem, doc. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, just high metabolism is just something in your genes that you are lucky to have, but you still can get a lot of other issues that, you know, because you could be still prone for things like uh, an inflammation and problem with your toxin detox and all that, and you can mm-hmm. still end up having other problems, you know. So just because you're slim doesn't mean you can't get other diseases because your other uh, genes also might be, uh, you know, causing can cause other issues. So always still mm-hmm. need to have a healthy lifestyle. And if you're worried about weight, then just build up some muscle. But dogs are fair though. You said it's in the genes, right? My brother had very high metabolic rate. He'd be eating nasi kanda at like 10 o'clock at night every single night. And he's completely fine. Meanwhile, I have like one papadum and I'm like, boom, I put on like nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's life, no choice. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy's written into the Light line asking this question. I'm a 45-year-old woman. My skin gets really itchy all over. There's no rash, nothing to see, only the redness after I scratch. Sometimes it's my scalp, other times it's my arms or legs, in my ears. I went to see a GP who said maybe it's an allergy, but I have no rash. What can I do? What doctor should I see? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, what, this is what they call a... Uh, Pruritus, you know, pruritus means generalized pruritus. That means you get itchiness all over. Fresh would be, you know, that means some sort of allergy. But this also could be some sort of uh, allergy that is not coming out as a rash, but it's just uh, getting itchiness. Mm-hmm. Could be some food intolerance that causing this issue because sometimes you've got intolerance certain food that may present with generalized itchiness. Of course, many things can cause generalized itchiness. Some things with liver disorders, kidney disorders, low vitamin levels and certain vitamins and all these hormone disorders. So I would actually if go and see uh, what I call a, a skin specialist. Because normally skin specialists are trained in looking at people, not just rash, but people with generalized allergy symptoms, you know, mm-hmm. like pruritus uh, mm-hmm. getting that. Or she can just go and see a general physician and see whether they can just do a certain test to rule out to make sure that she's not having some other underlying disorder causing this. If all those are normal, then it's probably some sort of reaction to a food, like a food intolerance or food allergy. Then she can go and see allergy specialists and then they can try to help her out and see what are the foods or what are the things that are causing that allergy. Yeah, the thing is there's no rash that shows up. Any mm. chance, Doc, that this could be mental? Uh, that's the last diagnosis. Lah. That means after you 
it's ruled out everything else then mm. you think okay this could be just part of a psychological issue but we normally don't try to put that as a first diagnosis okay. because that's dangerous you want to miss out something more important so right. going to a doctor getting a general full blood test done first make sure all that is normal okay that is normal then next you can see a allergy specialist and see whether they can rule out any things that could be causing the allergy and then try that the mean you can try things like probiotics and all because sometimes that helps to sort of reduce the allergen if you're patient mm-hmm. due to food you know so maybe taking probiotics or vitamin C see whether that helps changing our whole diet going very healthy going more things into natural foods rather than any preservative you know chemical foods and all that exercise mm-hmm. doing a bit of mindfulness all that can help so mm-hmm. that that is things you can try generally you should get Okay. Yeah, but but make sure that your rules are anything underlying that can be causing this. Okay. I've got a very focused itchiness, but that's a different story. Okay. Mm, that's to do with your hair. You need to wash it more often. That's not. <laughs> Jimmy, what's your question for doctor? I'm a heavy smoker, mm-hmm. and I'm worried about my throat. Okay, so mm-hmm. I just want to find out what test can I do to make sure that my throat is okay. In other words, there's no no cancer, no throat cancer. Are you in pain at the moment? No, no, no. Just that uh, every morning uh, I when I call, I mean I spit out my phlegms are very dark, dark greyish. You know? okay. So I'm just concerned. Uh. Just want to find out is there any test uh, I can do on the throat? How old are you mm-hmm. right now? I'm uh, 62. And how long have you been smoking? Wow, very long, very long, very long. I remember. Okay. Yeah. All right. How long have you been worried about your throat, Jimmy? Recently, only actually, uh, well, a few months back, uh, I'm having a, a cough and sometimes a backache. You know, mm-hmm. so upper backache or lower backache? Lower backache. All right, doc. There's pain in his back from all the coughing as well right now. Yeah. Probably that's the the main issue, lah. Because people who are chronic smokers get chronic cough. You know, they get sort of something like obstructive airway disease, and uh, he's already coughing grace putum. So there's probably some lung damage going on. He's probably got what we call either chronic bronchitis or emphysema. Mm. That only examination and X-ray can tell us. But because a chronic smoker, you worry about. Actually, more common is lung cancer rather than throat cancer. Uh, but also throat cancer can occur in smokers. Mm. So the best thing is he still needs to go and see a. I mean, he can do cancer markers, but they might not be very accurate. For the throat, he needs. to see a ENT who they can look into the throat and see whether there's any growth coming up there and for the lung he needs to see a knee doctor he just get a chest x-ray and all that to see whether anything going on there all right and generally cuz the cough is caused by his constant smoking that he knows right is there any way like people generally if they be smoking for, i don't know 30 years whatever it is if they stop immediately will the the coughing and all the pain and everything go away immediately no it take time to recover it already a lot of damage but what it does is it won't make the disease progress further mm-hmm. so but at this age 62 already having symptoms I want him to go and see a doctor and uh, you know get at least some basic test done, blood test, some X-ray. Maybe the doctor can give him some sort of medication to help you know strengthen the lung, make sure his breathing is better, get rid of the phlegm. You know at least helps some of the symptoms that he's having. But ultimately, the best option would be still to stop smoking and you know do regular checkups to make mm. sure he doesn't pick up any cancer or any other thing. So, Phyllis, uh, what's your question for the good doctor? I'm 68 years old. And previously, I have this a uh, vertical attack before, but recently, mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's still a vertical attack. But when I'm sleeping or lying down, whenever I turn my head, I feel giddy. Even when you're lying and, down. Yes, but the attack is not as bad as vertical. Then recently, one morning when I wake up, I can feel the spinning effect. Is uh, this before you sat up, or is it when you're still laying down, or? Oh, when I sit up. I But see. N- nowadays, I'm very careful. When I sit up, I don't sit up immediately. Immediately, I just take some time rest, and only I sit up properly. You see. Okay. okay. No, I thought you only get vertical when you're. 
standing up or if you're high up or something? No, not necessarily. There's a type called the benign positional vertigo. Where sudden movements can cause the giddiness to come. The obviously you got the positional type. So when she moves or when she gets up, she gets the attack. So it's quite classical of vertigo. One of the things, of course, there are medications to help in preventing or reducing the attacks. The other thing is you can go and see uh, like a physiotherapist and can teach her certain exercises, you know, or an ENT specialist. You can teach them certain exercises that she can do that hopefully can reduce this incidence of her giddiness and the vertigo attacks. Is there anything that she has to go for, like surgery for that just fixes no, everything completely? I mean, the only thing to make sure is nothing serious going on, but she checked before, so I'm sure they would have done all the necessary tests. So mm. it's quite classical positional vertigo. So certain exercises, medications will help her to reduce that attacks. What actually causes it, Doc? It's your ear imbalance. You right. know, ear that, you know, is part of the your balance center age with age 68. That can uh, get a bit calcified and this can happen. Right. Do, oh, do young people get vertigo? Can. Young people can get vertigo. So again, different causes, you know, whether you've got an ear problem, ENT issues, sinuses, all these. You know, something in the brain can cause vertigo. So when you're first, any first attack, you must go and see a doctor to make sure it's not something more sinister. Got SG on the line for you, doctor, with a question. Actually, doctor, last week, last Saturday morning, when I wake up after from my sleep, I went toilet. So after washing, going toilet, I stand up, I feel my right side lower back pain, no, and then. I just feel slightly twisted like that. So after that, I took painkiller well on for two days. After that, I feel better. But this one, two days, I still feel very feel uncomfortable. And then I'm very careful of my movement. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do now. Have I, you ever had back issues before? No. Hmm. Like my knee, all this, my muscles, like, flabby, very flabby, like, lumpy like that. No? I feel that I got swollen legs. Uh, oh, you mean that, that happened oh. recently? The, the flabby... I don't know. Some of my friends were saying my muscles all... all Weakened. That's why it's become flabby. Actually, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 65. Did your friends say your muscles look weak and flabby after you hurt your back? Or No, before that, so all this while it was flabby. Right, right. okay. Dr. Rajpans, any help for SG? Looks like a classical, what they call it, uh, you know, the slip disc, you know, the word they use, slip disc. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, that means he got up from the toilet, sudden pain at the back. So it's what we actually call lumbar spondylosis. So that, you know, de- as we get older, degeneration of the bone occur and that can uh, sort of compress on your nerve or spinal cord. So you can get shooting pain down the leg or you can... Basically, a simple one, you just get muscle spasm. I think that's what happened to her. So it's just uh, because of that uh, sudden pressure on the pain and then there's muscle spasm around that. And that's what causes a lot of pull back pain. So normally we dress a bit of uh, maybe some local heat therapy. Uh, oh, so it doesn't need to be in traction or anything? La. Yeah, no, no. Energetics and all that. This should settle, uh, but we still good for to you know to see how bad is it long term. What is the you know the prognosis and all. So we still good for to go and see a, maybe a spine or orthopedic doctor, get some X-rays done, and just to get some idea what else is you know how bad it is and what else he can do. You know some physiotherapy, back exercises. All these can be taught to mm-hmm. her so that you know prevention in the future you won't get this problem. Or one day she may get a severe back pain and won't be able to walk. You know then mm-hmm. it comes uh, quite a can be quite bad to people. You know get severe mm. uh, disc prolapse and then end up then they say must do surgery and all that so I think if she can go and get it checked up get some advice get some physiotherapy learn some back exercises then she can prevent this from happening again okay well what about her mention of sort of lumpy muscles or or flabby muscles yeah. just basically just weakness or muscle probably no exercises been done so all these again the back exercises will help to you know strengthen the muscles and all mm-hmm.